0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hello and welcome everyone back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your host, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Did you notice I said host? (laughs) Uh, hey, but we've got a massive announcement to make. Huge announcement. We're welcoming someone new or something new to the team. Are we? Yeah. Or well, a new computer? No. <laughs> oh. New
2: car. Oh, yeah. yeah. God, I tell you what. She's an absolute stunner.
1: Stunner? Did you, could you tell everyone the colour of the car that you've gone for, the topes?
2: Uh, it is...
1: I would say it's Highlighter Green. <laughs> Hulk <laughs> Green. <Yeah>. Hulk, Hulk <laughs> Green. Anyway, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about many, many things. Some of them being who's going to take over the coaching, coaching roles of all the teams that are going. We're going to talk over that apparently the All Blacks are so nervous about it being a draw that they're already practicing their place kicks. Eddie Jones saying that the All Blacks are under pressure and they know it. And... The referees who are refereeing the semi-finals in this year's World Cup. But before all of that, we are going to go over and review the weekend's matches.
2: We are. And our first game uh, is England-Australia.
1: We both picked this, that England would win. We did. Although you had a little comical moment where you said that the Australians would win. And then you quickly reverted back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, Australia didn't turn up to the match, so it was just England versus England.
1: I think they did turn up. They they turned up for the first first 20 minutes. No, 20 minutes, they were fine. They played really well, didn't they? Oh, they did. They just couldn't score. English defence, fantastic. English defence was, I would go on to say, it is the best defence I've seen in this competition so far, especially when they made breaks. You haven't watched many games then, mate. No, mate. But uh, when they made a break... England just seemed to be back there, yeah. and and normally, you know, when they make a break, and sometimes they were making quite big breaks, and there was no space from the next ruck ball, no. which was really, really interesting to see. England comfortably winners, I think it was 40 points to... 40 eight, points to 16. 16. They got within one point, and it was interesting to see that England did not panic. No. Which I was thoroughly disappointed about. <laughs> And I was also disappointed to see Farrell got every kick as well. He played really well. He did play well. And he's, anyone, he's he, peaked. He's peaked too early. <laughs> let's hope so. Uh, but let, let's go through some of the things that we, yes. s- we spoke about. We've got here. It was good to see Australia never give up. Yeah, true. True. One thing that was very interesting in this game was the lack of penalties for England. They literally gave away two penalties. Yeah, was it two penalties the whole game? Oh, it was either two or three in the whole game. That is, that's it was massive.
2: two at like sixty minutes, wasn't
1: yeah. it? It's quite amazing, isn't it?
2: And the first one was at like the first scrum.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was wasn't it first scrum of yeah. the day. I know. And he got done. Sinclair got done, didn't yeah. he? And he didn't look harsh. very happy. It was a bit harsh. Actually, he was he was shouting at the he was the touch official. Oh yeah. I thought he might he might be in trouble, but
2: he should have got a red card. Really,
1: yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Farrell was, he was exceptional. Me. Yep. After me slagging him off, saying I didn't like him as a player, I didn't think he was a 10, Go back to fullback, but then you're not fast enough. So you know, stay get the oranges on the sideline, and he was absolutely amazing. I've never seen him play as well <clears> as that. He took the ball to the line. He played, he got the ball out to his 13s, 14s, 11s and 15s and they scored some beautiful tries. Yeah, they did. They did. It worries me, mate, because up next, we're playing them and people are not giving them much of a show, much of a shout. Yeah, I don't get that. Or you're like, oh, you're never going to beat the All Blacks. I'm like, wow, how can you say that? England look really good. They do, don't they? And they've got a great bench. They've
2: got depth. And the they're annoying—they're a bit like the All Blacks at the moment, you know. If a sub comes on, it doesn't weaken the team at all.
1: No, it actually makes their team just different. I know, which, which is, is going back mm, to how the All Blacks were yes, in 2015. Yeah. Another thing that you—we we both noticed this—was no mouthguards, no mouthguards, and yeah. Tuolangi.
2: Well, I'm sure there's quite a few others, but.
1: I mean, maybe I they've got really it. good dental plans. May, maybe they may, dentures.
2: <laughs> or their mouth guards
1: are teeth. <laughs> they've got so much money <laughs> <laughs> that their mouth guards look like teeth. It's, I've, I've said... I was surprised. Professional rugby players.
2: Way to set a good example, England. Gosh.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't really no. talk more highly of how England played in that match. And actually, I thought Australia... Apart from their tactics, and Chek is now gone. Their tactics were shocking. Yeah. But I'm sitting there, and I'm going, I would love to coach those boys because they've got some their talent. they talent,
2: hey, Loads of talent. But he, you, you got it wrong?
1: Oh, I massively got it wrong, mate. Chipping, you know?
2: Chipping the ball over from your own. I mean, yeah,
1: it just reminds me. Yeah, but is me that his
2: tactic, or is that sort of, oh, there's a bit of space by the... You know, by the players, no, and uh, then England shutting it down straight away.
1: I think <laughs> what's amazing is, like, he even went into the game basically saying his tactics, which was to run it from anywhere. Just run it, lads. Run it, lads. And although I really... Time and a place, eh? I Time really, place. really like that as a basic tactic. Yeah. But what you've also got to understand is, is, you've got to understand that when you go ahead, or when you have a good start, you've got to build that pressure. Yeah. And they just... Re- it was just like a release valve opening... Every time that, you know, Australia got a go forward, they let them off the hook. Yeah. You know, one point away from, I know. And, and they let them up
2: straight off the hook. Because if they had a scored then, it could have been a different outcome.
1: Oh, very, very different outcome, mate. Very different outcome. Because Australia's... Yeah, if
2: Australia went six points ahead,
1: England, oh, you know... That's, that's impressive. England did not panic. No. They did not panic at all. I would say, and I'm going to bang this in here now, I'm going to say referee, okay? Yeah. Don't like him. (laughs) Don't like him at all. And I tell you the reason why I don't like him. Great example was Australia scored a try. Yeah. They go and review it. Yeah. Can you just check those passes? The TMO checks the passes and say they're not clearly forward. So I'm going to say try. And Jerome Gar 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 says, Whatever. Jerome. <laughs> Jerome. Oh, no, no clear forward pass. And, and he just, I just think, why? Why but do what, that? It's almost I like, would
2: like to know what the referee actually said. You know, oh, can you bring that up on the big screen? Or did he say,
1: can you check for a forward pass? He did. I think he said, can you just check those last two passes? But the rules are very, once you go up top, yeah. it has to be a clear and obvious forward pass.
2: Well, obviously, the ref on the on the on field the ground, thought that yeah. they were
1: clear and obvious, but to me, looking at home, don't get me wrong, I do think they were just forward. But they, we're talking about just forward, and I just think you didn't—they weren't going to win. Four they, pass, they weren't going to win, though. If, you, if you're a win. meter
2: offside or your big toenails
1: offside, we yeah, don't mind. Oh, no, we don't oh, mind. How oh, so yeah. about we just leave it there? <laughs> very, very true. Next game we're going to look at is obviously New Zealand versus Ireland. Uh, now, this game, mate, we were absolutely
2: shivering in our boots, weren't we? I
1: was definitely quaking, mate. I was quaking in my boots. I really was. I, don't get me wrong. I always felt New Zealand could, should win, but Ireland could have, should have, would have put out a better performance any other day of the week. Well,
2: yeah, again, they
1: didn't really turn up, did they? Do you know what the turning point of the game was? I would say the turning point of the game was the last five minutes of the first half when they had an opportunity to go and score, and then they didn't. New Zealand kept them out, and that was it. I just knew once we got into half time, 21 points ahead. Happy
2: days, mate. Turning point of the game for me is when Richie Mwanga kept that ball in that would have pinned us back on our five metre line and they probably would have rumbled over.
1: That's why we pay you the big bucks, mate, because that is great. absolutely right. Yeah. And then did Bridgie do another one later as well? Another one that they pinned... I don't think you were absolutely right. Richie Mwanga's yeah. one was the turning point. I probably
2: wasn't there for the um. Oh, the you one. were
1: working, weren't you? Yeah. yeah there were two. Yeah. Two of them and it, it killed them. But that first one, Richie Mwanga, that was the you know, turning that, point.
2: And that they probably would have scored from that. You know, they might have rumbled over, scored a try, and probably kicked it too because they're annoyingly good again.
1: Yeah. Northern Hemisphere. (laughs) Everyone's really good at kicking apart from (laughs) us. Again, that's a worry though, isn't it? You know, you think about the kickers for the ABs. Richie Mwanga, we got the easier ones. He struggled with the tougher ones. Owen Farrell, got every single kick. Didn't look like missing either. No, unlike the. Oh, oh, please miss on Saturday. Lots. (laughs) (laughs) I do think our, our probably. If I was England looking to have tactics about how to beat New Zealand, I'd always say that they give you a chance of a kickoff. If they've scored three or five or seven points, they will give you a chance yeah. of the kickoff. Lapse they seem just to switch off. I thought New Zealand had a great first half. Uh, I think Sean Fitzpatrick said it was the best half he's seen the All Blacks play in four years since the last World Cup. Really? And then he went on at the end of the game, so it's the best game he's seen them play since the since the World Cup. That's, wow. that's
2: high praise. That's huge. Huge. Have we
1: peaked too early? Let's just hope we've both peaked too early <laughs> and we can just sneak a win. on. I don't think we've peaked too I don't think England have peaked too early. No, I agree. Eddie Jones is saying that they haven't seen the best of England. I, I think they have. I think we have seen the best of England. I think England played. They
2: really had to turn up and they did though, didn't they? They
1: did, yeah. I I don't think they made any mistakes, really noticeable mistakes. No. Unlike they have in the past. And I think they brought Ford on. I'm a big fan of Ford. You're a big fan of Ford. But I have to give it to them. He came off the bench and changed the game. Yeah. And that was important at the time. Yellow card, Todd. Now, tough one. I just can't see this being a yellow card. Especially when they go up and they check it and it's pretty clear that todd falls over someone gets off balance and then gets pushed into the post yeah i
2: thought that too
1: don't get me wrong i think if you look at it in match yeah you could see why you could mistake in it but not a mistake for me very very simple so i thought it was really tough you know i said eight cards didn't i i said eight cards I didn't get anywhere near eight, but I think how many was it? One. I think no, 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 no. There was a sending off. Yeah. Two yellows. Yes. A sin bin in the same game, so we were up to three yellows. We had four yellows, and then I don't think there no, was I think any it was more. Just so, four. so I
2: was like, <laughs> so you're wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a shocker, really, but still interesting. We'll talk about the recap yes, yeah. later.
2: Um, Todd is going to miss the next game as well, isn't he?
1: Yeah, shoulder. Yeah, not not. I mean. I don't really think it's a massive loss for us. No. But he, is, he is steady, isn't he? Yeah. He's steady. So, you know, if Kane went off early, that's where you need a Todd. Yeah. And we're obviously not going to have that. No. But I think we will We will do okay. I thought the All Blacks really applied a lot of pressure. And Ireland were just thoroughly, thoroughly disappointing. Yeah. Thoroughly disappointing. I was
2: expecting a much harder test. Now, does that is that not good for us?
1: Well, like England have England have been in the same boat, mate. They had yeah. their last game in the pool I'm rounds. You no, gonna go for It's gone, gone. <laughs> It's gone, it's gone. England had the same thing. You know, they had their last pool game cancelled, like we did. Yeah, true. They've then gone and had an easier. It whooped,
2: yeah,
1: that is a good question. How how good were the All Blacks and how good were England compared to how bad Australia and Ireland were? Yeah, or were they just really good and they didn't? I mean, I did feel that New Zealand were so good. They didn't allow Ireland to get a foothold in the game.
2: And that was the thing, you know, their best chance was that kick into the corner, but Rich Moanga stubbed it out, didn't he? Absolutely, yeah. And that was probably their best chance.
1: Yeah. And, and without that, going to half time, they really didn't have much to play with no. for in the second half. And New Zealand was nice to see them build and build on that. Yeah. Next game up, mate, is Wales versus France.
2: Now, the red card in this game.
1: Oh, it's all the difference, wasn't it? Was all the difference.
2: The thing is, is that it was a line out, rolling mall, on Welsh five metre line. Yeah, like, this didn't w- need to do it.
1: This was, this would win them the game as well. They'd be pushed right out. It would have been 26 points to 10 at the time. You know, whoa. I mean, really, it was a shocking decision, as in for him to do that. Yeah.
2: Ridiculous.
1: Even the penalty was stupid. But then to get a red card was absolutely ridiculous. Just didn't need to happen. Now, we both spoke about France turning up. Do you feel they did turn up? They started with a hiss and a roar, didn't they? I think that's the best I've seen the French play for a very very long Even time. Even with a man down. They still played well. That man down cost them the game without a shadow of a doubt, but and they the still kicker. could have won. They still could have won going in with 3 4 minutes to go. If the kicker had got
2: two easy kicks on, yeah. uh, over. You know. Yeah. I mean, looking I was
1: disappointed.
2: I would have liked to have seen France
1: win. Oh yeah. I would have loved to see France <laughs> win. I, I you can't knock the Welsh. The Welsh won but we've spoken about this before. When you know how to win, yeah. you can win. I thought and that
2: was the difference as well, wasn't it?
1: Looking to the to the future though, you've got Fakatawa, you've got Pinot,
2: yeah, and
1: you've got Intermac. And they were exciting in this game. And if they can keep that together, yeah. The question is, is they always the French are very proud to be French and they always go for a French coach. They desperately need a non-French they coach need to someone coach else, them. Don't I don't know. really think the players would like anyone else. Maybe I don't. Maybe that's more of oh, the issue. I don't know. Don't know. But if they can get themselves, there are loads of non-French coaches in the um, top fourteen. Yeah, so maybe they're used to it. But uh, they, they've got a great team. They've got a really nice a. team. Eh? Wow. wow. Wales won because they don't know how to lose, which is worrying for anyone that's going to go and play them. will nah, be right. If New Zealand play them in the final, I don't think the Welsh mentally never beating their All Blacks before will be able to get over that. Have Wales never beaten us? I don't think they've ever beaten us, no. Wow. Oh, Ooh, that must hurt them, mate. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but then,
2: you know, we're looking too far forward at the moment. Oh, so we'll speak about it. We'll speak about I mean, it, if so.
1: England go on, they know they can beat England. Yes. They know they can beat South Africa, but it's one... Do thing. they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not... Don't get me wrong. Let's say we make the final and we play South yeah. Africa. We could lose South Africa quite, oh, yeah. quite easily. Yeah. We could lose to Wales quite easily. Um, We can definitely it's lose anyone's to... Game it's now, anyone's game now, is it? But... What I would say is, I don't think South Africa are as strong as people are saying. And I think (coughs) that Wales will beat them on Saturday. I think they'll beat them on Saturday. Which then brings us to our last match of the weekend, which was the Brave Blossoms versus South Africa.
2: Now, we both said it, didn't we? We both said it. They played their best match Against Scotland.
1: Do you know what I watched last night?
2: What did you watch last night?
1: I watched... Actually, I don't want to know. I watched The, Actually, mir- I <laughs> <laughs> I watched the mir- Miracle of Brighton. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Yeah, the movie about the Japanese yeah. team. It was an... Um, uh, uh, it's not an amazing movie from the point of view of it. it. doesn't have the best actors. Right. It doesn't have the best action scenes. It's more of a documentary with a movie kind of stitched in. But it was just so interesting. And it did show how brave the Japanese are and how dedicated the Japanese are. They did play their best game the week before, and it was going to be really, really difficult for them to get up. What I would say is they were brave. They were really, really brave. They did
2: throw everything at it, but they had nothing left.
1: I think think they, they just could not get the go forward that they needed to impose their game plan on South Africa because I think if they had got a bit more go for it and that might have been a bit more energy in the legs they could have upset South Africa because they gave them a good run for their money and it was more kicks and just nipping out that that score line that sort of that won the game for South Africa it wasn't sort of they didn't blitz them did they? No they didn't you're right Japan did have their chances but they just couldn't get that go forward ball
2: awful (laughs) defence
1: Now, Tamora, Tamora. We like him. We love Tamora, but does he have chocolate shoulders? (laughs) Tell uh, you what. (laughs) Who scored? Mapapi or Mapipi?
2: Someone like that in the corner. (laughs) He
1: was good, though. It was a good try. It was a good try, but he shouldn't have scored it. He was offside. Did you see? He was like three metres offside. And he just literally, he just did not look like he could tackle. No. And you know, the funny thing is, they haven't really had that issue in this World Cup, but they really did isolate him. Yeah. And they that obviously,
2: that was, was obviously g- their game plan.
1: Well, definitely. And why wouldn't you? Yeah. Because he's a shocker, isn't he? I mean, absolutely fantastic player. Um, definitely someone that I've been so impressed with kicking, the way he runs the game, but his tackling left a lot to be desired. South Africa, a lot of handling errors, though. A lot of handling errors in the game, and that yeah, they could have that's, been further ahead. It's sort of been the trend for
2: them this World Cup, though, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. A lot of people are not happy with Wayne Barnes. A lot of people not happy with Wahari uh, Reft. Really? Yeah, he made a few questionable calls. And he didn't use the TMO a couple of times. And if he had have used the TMO, then things would have been a bit clearer. It seemed like he was refereeing in the favour of the Japanese, is what the South African uh, supporters are saying. I didn't necessarily feel... I didn't really see it. Yeah, I didn't really see it, but I think when, you, when you're when you not really looking for it, uh, and I didn't, I had to be fair, we were going to work the back end of this game, so I didn't miss the last 15 minutes of it, but, you know, it, it was a fair way for South Africa to win, yeah. and it was a fair way for Japan to go out with their heads Hell's still high. raised pretty high. So those are the games, mate, on the weekend. What was your favourite?
2: The New Zealand game, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice
1: to watch, yeah, wasn't it? it was. Fingers crossed we can go there. Next week's games. Who are you picking for next week's games, Tames? Oh, gosh. Next week's
2: games. So I've, on my little prediction on my You're phone. You're doing quite well, aren't you? Yeah, No. You were doing less, quite yeah, well. Yeah, I was. I was doing well, but not anymore. I've picked New Zealand to win. Oh, by how
1: many? By 16. New Zealand to win by 16. Yeah. Okay, as a Kiwi, I'm saying New Zealand to win. Yeah. If I was betting money on it, I'd say England to win by five. I reckon it's going to go down to like last kick of the game. And I'm in London watching this game. Are you in London? Yeah, in a pub full of English people. I'm going to wear my New Zealand top. Are you really? I'm going to have my flag over my shoulders and I'm praying. Playing because I'm just. I'm Are already, you going to be in
2: London? Yeah, I'm, I'm go- not even
1: going to be able to watch it with you. Oh, who am I going to stress out with? <laughs> <laughs> just come to London, mate, with oh. me. It's going to be so. Awful. I'm going to
2: have to watch it by myself.
1: No, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to do that. Big Nate is going to come to your rescue. Oh isn't
2: my it? gosh! It'll be too early for him to be in bed. <laughs>
1: really? Yeah, it's going to be. I'm. I'm training because if we lose, right? I'm already in the moment. Of the fact that this is what it's going to be like for the next four years. Oh, man. We can't lose this. We can't lose this. But I, yeah, I'm going to say... you put money on it. I'd put money yeah, on it. do you know England, what I've done? <laughs> I'll put two pounds on them to win. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. going to be a real tight. I, I mean, yes, you are right. I do think there is a possibility that New Zealand could win by... A larger amount Like 16 points Yeah And I don't think England are going to Beat us by 16 points Yeah But I just feel It's going to come down To a couple of key moments In the game It might be a yellow card Now Nigel Owens We're going to talk about this Is refereeing Which is great But it could come down To a referee's decision It could come down to uh, You know Someone going high On a player And the game and I think New Zealand are more likely to more do More likely, that. definitely more likely. So I'm going to say England. <clears throat> is
2: is that is this the final?
1: I think is the All Blacks,
2: England, the final. I think
1: these are the two best teams.
2: We're, I mean, ranked one and two in the world. Firstly, and then but the they're way, playing the moment, playing at the moment, the most attractive rugby.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree. I think South Africa arguably have played good rugby, but they've been beaten by New Zealand. Yes. So you know, that's the reason. I think we'll we'll know more after the weekend, but yeah. as it currently stands, I think England and New Zealand are the two best teams in the world. And, and if it wasn't for England having a bit of a dodgy Six Nations, you arguably would have said that for quite a while going into this tournament. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win out of the Wales-South Africa match? South Africa. By how many?
2: I haven't put it in yet, <laughs> but I think they'll win... I think they'll win by... By 12.
1: Wow. I'm not sure whether this Wales have got the bench. No, that's They've what... They've had yeah. lots of tight matches. I think it'll
2: be tight for about an hour. And then... An, they'll An hour and a bit. And then I think, you know, when the Welsh team start to get a bit tired, maybe their subs start to come on, it'll change the game a bit more. You know, they'll start finding... S- South Africa will start finding more gaps... Uh, I think South Africa's forwards will become more dominant as well because they're huge mean, aren't they?
1: Navidi is out as well. He's not going to play on the weekend. Yes, he is.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: South Africa, I think I'm going to say Wales. Okay. I'm going to say Wales by a small margin. I'm going to say Wales by five. Okay. I just feel that Wales do have more game breakers than South Africa. Apart from Colby that back line isn't really firing on all cylinders for the South Africa. Whereas the Welsh back line, every game I've seen them play, uh, where they've put out their stronger team, yeah. they've always found space. Ooh. So, big, big match. Next up is the news, and then we're going over to listeners' questions, Tobes. And there's some great listeners' questions today. Okay.
2: Now, Damo, the news, since I'm such a tech whiz... I did see a picture of Yako Piper on the, of, on the Facebook. Yeah, of Yako Piper, and he was imitating the uh, red card.
1: How did you feel about with it?
2: With some Welsh Welsh so fans, well, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Jeez,
1: and the Welsh fans were loving. I know. What an idiot! I do feel a little bit sorry for him. Why? Because the, the refs, you know, he, it was a right call. Oh right, it call, wasn't a controversial no, call. No,
2: red card,
1: hundred percent. But why did he have to do that? I don't know. I just think you know, rugby's a game where you know it's a respectful can, game. We can all share a laugh. We can all share but a beer. It's a after respectful the game. game. Yeah, it is. I think yeah. it was just too far. And, no, it was. I mean, a, I really like Jaco Pai. Yes, yeah, so I do. I really don't want Jerome going <laughs> anywhere near the.
2: <laughs> isn't, he's not going to be anywhere near the final. <laughs>
1: he he is. He is tipped to be the referee in the final. Why? No Yes he is
2: That's a load of tripe
1: No it's not World no. rugby What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying Nigel Owings right Wasn't supposed to be refereeing The semi-final Oh he's done really well He he Him what, Jaco Piper They're not happy with for the pitcher no. Wayne Barnes They're not happy with Because of his His display Who's on doing semi. the other semi?
2: S- Jerome Gunsons oh, right. So it dep- this is this is their final then, isn't it? I just really hope... The referee's you, hope
1: final. Nigel has a blinder. Yeah. Wales lose. Yes. Because he can't do it Wales are in the final. The French are out. Right. This is not looking good. I just hope we do not have him. <sighs> I, do you know what? I would rather... I would rather us play Wales in the final. Okay. And Nigel Owens to referee that match... Than I would for us to have Jerome in the final. Because oh. I really, really... He's just every game. He just penalises stuff for the sake... He's just... Oh. He's a Northern Hemisphere referee. And he's a very good Northern Hemisphere referee. He uh, is. But just not for me. No. But the match officials, we've got Nigel Owens, and as we've mentioned, Jerome. Fan, I'm really pleased we've got Nigel Owens. Yes. I think he's the best referee in the world, without question.
2: Others might think differently. Give us your views. Absolutely. And why?
1: <laughs> but obviously, we've got the teams against them. We've got Eddie Jones already starting to, you know, He's playing mind games though. Mind games saying the All Blacks are under pressure. They know it. He doesn't feel that he's under any pressure because they're expected to lose. I doubt that he's going and saying that to uh, his team. In fact, I know for a, for a fact, since, since he's t- taken over, he's not spoken about anything other than when we're in the World Cup final, when yeah. we lift the William Weimbaus tro- trophy. So he's expecting to win. Yeah. The pressure must be coming on them.
2: That's why he's retaliating.
1: And I, The New Zealanders are used to the pressure. They've, they worked out some time ago that they have to surround themselves in pressure yeah. so that they get used to having the pressure
2: on them. But they're also the New Zealand public put a lot of pressure on the All Blacks.
1: It means a lot. Yeah, it does. It means a lot more than it does to maybe other people in other countries.
2: Yeah, true.
1: There's a story that came out, the All Blacks were having kicking practice. I think that's Steve Hansen doing exactly the other thing to to, uh, Eddie Jones. Diddy, Eddie? Yeah. I'm sure they are doing some kicking practice, but I I don't think they're they're taking that, that seriously. No. They might have a plan of who would take the kicks. Yeah, but they haven't. But I don't. I don't think that would even any, anywhere near. So where do
2: the kicks come from? Are they on the twenty-two, on the twenty-two straight out in Mate, front? Honestly,
1: I think that's where it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. If do you it's reckon? It's five.
2: Do you reckon you could do that? Do you reckon you could kick it? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Off you go.
1: I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right in front. I mean, don't right, the, the nerves and oh, the pressure. Yeah. But it's not a difficult kick. Is it's it? not a difficult kick. I would. I'm going to look into it, mate. in next week's podcast because we'll there's only more one. Detail.
2: Only one has ever happened, and that was in Europe. It wasn't a drop kick.
1: No. Or was it off it the tee? Was, off tea, was the it? Tea. I saw it. Nick Evans. I saw it. it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I saw it. yeah, oh, it yeah you're, you're pretty Lester, much Leicester versus. Was it, um, Cardiff?
2: Don't know.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, it was Cardiff and and uh, the the ginger head. Um. Flanker. He missed it, didn't he? He missed it. He hooked it He hooked it, yeah, and that, that killed them. Ben Blair kicked his, mate. Ben and Blair. Nick Evans. And Nick Evans yeah. and... Oh, man, I can't remember who else. Yeah. yeah. Next question is, uh, who will be the next Oz coach? Michael Chick has, has resigned. Okay. Who do you think it's going to be? I've put down Dave Rennie and, and you've got to now look and say Jamie Joseph. Is
2: Jamie Joseph leaving Japan?
1: No, but it's a massive gig, isn't it? So you can just see how that might happen. He would. Is there be no
2: other enticed? Is there no other? There's no one Australian. Really,
1: there's no one really in the running. There are a couple of other names that being bounced around. What's his name? No one with any great. Uh, everyone's talking. Latham. Me. Is it La- late? Yeah. No. I, I. What's his name? Yeah. Stephen Larkham. Larkham. Yeah. yeah Larkham. I Who's he
2: doing at the moment? Is he doing the... He r- was assistant coach, wasn't he? And oh, then he, okay.
1: He fell out of favour. I would say Dave Rennie's definitely number one. Do you reckon? Yeah, definitely number one. He'd be great as well. And Tony watch Brown? And watch out. Tony, I think Tony Brown and Jamie Joseph, I reckon they might be now in the mix for the AB's coach. Oh, both of them. Yeah, like as a team. Yeah, yeah, as a team. Wow! And actually, I really rate. And I love Brown. his hat. <laughs> love his hat. Villa Joe. Love so his good. hat. I would say Dave Rennie number one. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised. I think what's going to happen is, is that depending on on whether they stick a caretaker manager, a caretaker yeah. coach in. And I think uh, I think it was Razzle Dazzle who mentioned this. Oh yeah, he said they might wait until the AB's coaching has been decided, uh, and then office someone then offer else, someone else that doesn't uh, get that job. I you mean, can, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, you have got to get the right person for the job. Yeah, non-Australian coaching Australians could be interesting again. We've had that with Your Robbie, Robbie Deans. Deans. He did a good job, but he fell out of favour. Yeah, or with the with the. With the players, really. That didn't like him because he was a Kiwi. Kiwi, bro. In last week's podcast, you spoke about players that divide opinion. You did not mention Quade Cooper. I did think of Quade and Cooper. This is coming from James Ryan from Tokyo. Oh. He must be over there for the rugby. Why is he listening to us then? Mate, we've got 31% of our listeners on our World Cup rugby channel are coming from Japan. Really? Yes. Yes. So Amazing. our listeners are there. Send us <laughs> over. <laughs> Give me a ticket. So what are your thoughts on oh, Quade Cooper?
2: Oh, yeah. I totally agree. I was going to say Quade Cooper, but I said Cipriani, I think, as well. Yes, you did say Cipriani, yeah. Um, I think Quade Cooper is very, very similar to Cipriani.
1: Yeah, f- fell, fallen out of favour with the coach. Yes. Still Quay. a very good player. Did you see what, what Quade Cooper said about Chika? No. What did he, he say? He went, if you really cared, this was after he re, you know, sort of gave in his notice, oh, nice. resigned. He said, if you really cared about Australian rugby, you would have left earlier. Oh, my gosh. It's quite a gosh. cutting, cutting twit, tweet that went out Jeez. from good old Quaid. Louise. I reckon he's a great player. Yes, but so do I. I can't deny, I really thought he was going to make the, the uh, Oz team this year, but then he had a shocker towards the back end of the season. He didn't
2: have a very good super rugby season. Full stop. I don't think.
1: No, I think he started really, really well. Yeah, but
2: well. The, yeah, as, as soon as the Reds, no, who does he play for?
1: He plays for the Melbourne Rebels. Yes,
2: as soon as the Rebels started on the decline, so did he. I think he couldn't keep his game play.
1: No, he, he's not <coughs> as lethal as he used to be, and I think teams very that's quickly works out he's getting older though isn't he yeah I mean Quade and Guinea, you stop them getting that quick ball then they don't have really have a lot to work with and that's probably the reason why so we're big fans of Quade but we can understand why he's not and that's like Cipriani, you great great one bring up they've fallen out of favour with the coaching staff the play that fell out of favour with the coaching staff but it's back in is Marla and he's another one who Marla's a
2: thug <laughs> he's a bit like Sinclair thugs
1: do you reckon, he, do you reckon he wears a mouth guard
2: no Lala. God he, no. I
1: reckon he eats it, eh? I reckon he like starts the game and just starts chewing it and it's gone before he knows it. Gosh, he's amazing. He's me- a funny guy though. Is he? He's a funny guy, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the next question is Top Top Coaching Roles. So this question has come from Oh, this <laughs> this question has come from Michael Checker. Uh, <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> slash Australia <laughs> hello Michael <laughs> I think someone of our listeners is having a, a laugh they've said obviously there's lots of coaching roles that have come out there are a number that haven't been filled who do we think they're going to go to so the ABs they're actually looking yeah I've put down here Jamie Joseph uh, Dave Rini. I think could be in, involved in that yeah Scott Robinson or, yeah. uh, or Ian Forster The only one I feel really strongly about there is Ian Forster. I just don't think he should get it.
2: I don't think he will.
1: Mm, People are saying if they win the World Cup, Ian Forster will get it. If they don't win the World Cup, they'll look for some change.
2: I reckon they need to go young. Go young? I reckon Scott Robinson. Go Scotty Robinson? Yeah.
1: You can't deny, though, Jamie Joseph, Tony Brown have done a great job with those Japanese boys. And... The way that they played that style of rugby the, the would style suit of, yeah, New Zealand as well, wouldn't it? Definitely, would really suit New Zealand. England, England, well, Steady Eddie. he's going to he's going to stay on, isn't he? He apparently, I'm not sure that he'll want to stay on. His his uh, contract is till 2022. 20, oh, okay, so two years. So two years after, I'm not sure that he would want to stay on and then hand over for the next World Cup cycle.
2: He'll either want to cut it through now or... Go right through. Go right through. And I don't
1: think he would be a very popular choice. He's a guy you put in short term... To do a job. do a job. Potentially and he's he done might, the job. He might do that job, yeah. Has he done the job if they don't make the final? I still... If they don't make the final. Mind you, it's an easy st- one to say, isn't it? Oh, we lost the All Blacks. They're a great team. But I, I don't think he's done the job until he wins the World Cup, mate. That's the job he, he got employed to do. Yeah. Australia, we've already spoken we've already about spoken that. that yeah. Ireland, Andy Farrell's taken over. What do you think of that?
2: I don't know much about Irish rugby, to be fair.
1: I think it's a really bizarre choice to Cause make. Because
2: he's in there at the moment, isn't he? Defence, Is coach, he defense at the mo- coach, moment, yeah. Yeah, the defence was really good against us. Not.
1: No. And I just think that with. I'm don't wrong. I think he's a good coach. He's yeah. done good things everywhere he's been, but to give him the top job when I haven't seen him doing the top job anywhere else. New England coach Andy Farrell. Nah, mate. You reckon? Nah, that Englander. England shoot real, real high, real high. They don't. I mean, how I'm high? Not, who's high?
2: Who's who's how? Who's high?
1: I'm trying to say England, Jamie Joseph. England would only choose a big, big name. Jamie Joseph. Oh, don't For go England? There. Don't go there. Wales Wayne Pivik. I mean, what? I that, don't even but? know who that is. No, mate. He's a. I think he's a Kiwi. Another Kiwi at the Is home. he really? Yeah. South Africa, Razzy Erasmus. I like him. He apparently was only doing it short term. So he was never supposed to go on after the end of this World Cup. So that'll be interesting. You I think? think they'll renew it. Oh, they need to. Yeah. He's, he's done a great job he there, has. hasn't he? Yeah. And Fabien Galte for the French. He's taking over. He sounds French. <laughs> he is very French. <laughs> I don't even know what that accent was. <laughs> so, there's a lot of change though, isn't there? There's probably change. more change in the coaching than there are some Who's going to coach Japan? Well, no, no, it, he's not. He hasn't left yet, mate. Who? Jamie Joseph? He's not leaving yet. I think his contract keeps on going. Oh, right. But if he got a big job somewhere else, yeah. I think he'd take it. So, very, very interesting. Or would he take it? You'd hope he'd take it, eh? Do you think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to... He's done a great job with the Japan, He's though. been there four years, though. He's taken them maybe as far as they can be taken. Has he been there four years? Yeah, he's been Did there he since take over... From Steady Eddie. Oh. He took over from Steady Eddie, mate, yeah. Wow. Mate, that's I the end of the, uh, the potty for another week.
2: Oh, I'm going to miss your face. <laughs> I'm not going to miss yours.
1: Now... We have to let people know, anyone that's listening to the Rugby World Cup podcast, you need to be aware that we do do a separate podcast that is the Super Rugby podcast. And if you like rugby, you need to watch Super Rugby. Well, it's the same
2: podcast, but just different name.
1: Correct. But what they (laughs) won't realise is they haven't listened to us over last season. They won't know how to get their hands on it. So if you go to any podcast provider that you can shake a stick at and type in super rugby podcast ah. we're first on the list
2: we are first
1: we are i don't know how that happened
2: i do mate no competition
1: <laughs> no competition <laughs> not yet anyway <gasps> and if you'd like any questions answered we always love your questions you can uh give us an email on super rugby podcast at gmail.com on the twitter
2: at super rugby pod correct and on the facebook uh, Super Rugby Podcast. Fantastic. But please, or is it the Super Rugby?
1: makes a huge difference to us if you go and write a good review.
2: But it makes a huge difference to us when we actually get an email in. Absolutely. We it's love it. It's fantastic hearing from you guys. We love it. Nice. And,
1: and we will be starting back up our voice questions again. Oh, yes. We God, miss we've those. missed those. And next week, we are going to do the quiz. I'm away next week. No. Yeah, I'm in Holland, remember? Oh, or We have are. to do it by phone. We'll do it by phone. Good. quiz by phone. But anyway, it's been a pleasure being in your ears. It's been great. Again for another week. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you in the future. See you soon. You're going to press the button again? Oh, which one? Number Two? one, mate. Number, number one? Yeah. Oh. Oh. See you
2: later, guys and gals. <laughs>